Welcome to Train of Thought. This is Rob Tobias. I'm with my sister, Jean Tobias, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, on the occasion of her 70th birthday. We just had a dinner, ice cream, all the things you do at birthdays. Welcome, Jean. Thank you, Rob. We grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. How did you get to Santa Fe, New Mexico? I'm sure it's not too short of an answer, but if you could be sort of concise about that. How did you get to Santa Fe? I was living in Taos, New Mexico, just north of Santa Fe, and um, I had just done a training as a Waldorf kindergarten teacher in, um, in England, and I had started working in Taos, and then I actually did some work in Albuquerque, and then a job came up in Santa Fe. So I came up and worked at the Santa Fe Waldorf School. That reminds me of another question that did come out earlier, was what got you interested in Waldorf training? Uh, I and was what is it? Some people might not know what Waldorf <coughs> is. Waldorf education um, is an embodiment of a philosopher named Rudolf Steiner, who was a, a German early thinker and um, based on child development and different stages of um, childhood and what is appropriate for different ages. Uh, it's an art-based education, and the arts are integrated into the academics. Is that what drew you to it, or what, what, what made you think there might be something you wanted to do? Well, first of all, I, when I, um, how I first found it was um, when I was a, uh, college student going to Antioch College, uh, we had a um, paper on a, a, a philosopher of education that we could choose, mm. and I chose Rudolf Steiner, who was on the list of people that we could choose from, and I started learning about his philosophy, and I really liked it, and I thought it seemed like it might be a good fit for me. Cool. And I know one of the great joys of your life has been dance. Can describe what yeah what <coughs> what drew you to dance and um, what your particular approach to it. I've always loved movement. I've always loved to dance. I started as a child taking ballet and tap dancing lessons and classes, but I really like mm, improvising and dancing from deep deep inside me. When I was living in Tucson, Arizona, in the early seventies. I moved in with a friend that I had met at a community college, and um, her name was Juanita. And Juanita had told me about this teacher that she had found that was really amazing, and her name was Barbara Mettler, mm. and she had designed this um, round dance studio uh, in Tucson and was teaching classes. And Juanita thought I would really enjoy her classes. so. Um, I went. It was the most amazing studio I've ever seen. It was designed by one of Frank Lloyd Wright's students. It's a round dance floor with cement steps all the way around it. And I started taking classes with her. And I, it was like something was fulfilled in me that I'd been looking for for a long time. And what I remember is that sometimes nobody would be dancing and Jean would go ahead and break the ice and start dancing like you even just at a party or at a concert or something like that, you, you've never been shy about being the first. 
it's, <laughs> it's, it's a strong force in me to move and express myself that way. <clears throat> and I think the, 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 the work of Barbara Mettler has enhanced my ability to express myself in movement because it's um, <clears throat> a, a beautiful way to, um, to get in touch with those impulses that one has mm-hmm. and fulfill uh, yourself that way. It just really resonated with me, and I felt like I had come home when I found it. I mean, for me, singing is the thing, you know, and, and uh, not everybody likes to sing. But I, I say, go ahead and try it. It's part of your being, and I, you must feel somewhat the same about dance. Like, what would you say to people that, that, that are shy about it or are, don't, don't necessarily feel in their body but, um, but have, have impulses too but just don't act on them? In, in terms of dance, what was the quote? There's a quote that says, "All bodies are good. Everyone is graceful, and no one is too old to dance." Mm. That was Barbara Mettler's, and um, I think we all have uh, resources that can help us express ourselves, whether it's dance or art or you know singing or music, and I think. Dance is so basic because all we need is our body, right? We don't need anything else. Our body, our, we, we think of our body as our instrument and the movement as the material. <clears throat> yeah, I love share. You know, it's my passion. And when I share it with other people, uh, I really try to create an atmosphere of comfort and, I don't know, uh, <laughs> a place where people don't feel, you know, self um that they don't worry about what they look like because it's not about what we look like it's what's inwardly satisfying mm. and you teach classes and it's in the mode of it's called creative dance isn't it that's like a movement well Barbara Mettler called it creative dance and I found when I first started teaching that a lot of people think that that's that it was for children and the word improvisation is really important in her work so I call it dance improvisation because mm. I feel like it fits the what it is a little bit more. <clears throat> so when you're leading a dance improvisation, how, how do you get people, what's a starting point for some classes? Um, a basic, what we call our tune-up time, which is where we tune up our body, which is our instrument. Uh, very basic movements start with stretching movement, bending, twisting, flopping and dropping, shaking, bouncing, swinging. So just really, you know, basic movements that start having people move their bodies and get loosened up and ready to express themselves. And no music, right? <clears throat> no recorded music. Well, what kind of music do you use? Well, we use our voices, we use our hands and feet, we use our breath. Sometimes we use instruments, mm. percussion instruments. There's a unity of sound and movement in yeah. this work. Well, you're doing pretty good at 70, and we, you had, we've had a good couple of days. You had a party, and now we're at a little retreat. Maybe just reflect on, on the last couple of days. The party was quite an undertaking, but it, I think it turned out really well. I think my planning paid off. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful time to get friends together and family and hear Rob's wonderful music. Um, I think I, you know, I do get overwhelmed sometimes <laughs> with taking in everything that's, you know, offered to me or said about me. And but I think I did okay. I didn't <laughs> get overly emotional or <laughs> like I sometimes do. Um, 
no, it felt really, really good, and I appreciated everybody's attention, and um, we had, yeah, great food and music and conversation. It was lovely. It was great. We're celebrating your 70th. What, um, what stands out in seven decades of living for you? <clears throat> Broad question. <laughs> Gosh, um... Well, I was telling my friend today when we were sitting in the hot springs that the 60s were an interesting time for me, very rich. Um, I started uh, doing pastel work, which I love very much, and, and feeling uh, that I'd come you know, into my own in my, in my teaching of dance. Um, the 50s were a little bit rough because of the death of my stepdaughter from cancer. But um, once I hit 60, I felt like, oh, I made it, you know, and it, it was exciting. And uh, so it's been a formative time, I think. Um, you actually uh, had a child of your own. Yes. She's here in the room. But tell me a little bit about being a mother. Well, it was something I wanted to do for a very, very long time. I love children. Um, and it was an amazing time. I was 37 years old when I had Sarah, 36 when I got married. Mm. Um, so, you know, physically, maybe a little harder, but certainly emotionally, I think I was more ready for, for, for the role of being a parent. It was lovely. It was wonderful. Yeah. And what were the hard parts about it, though? Sarah give you a lot of trouble? <laughs> Not till she was older. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she was a pretty good little girl. We had we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And she went through Waldorf she did. education. She did. Through eighth grade. And were you teaching at that all through that time at the same school? Or Waldorf, you, the teachers follow the children, stay with the children. But from first grade on, mm -hmm. yeah. And you were teaching kindergarten. I right? had a different, yeah, little kindergarten off campus. Um, that reminds me, you were probably the first to, oh, introduce me the concept of vegetarianism and also just health, <laughs> looking at health in a different way uh, and, me and medicinally, you know, and coming up with all, all remedies and different remedies. Can you talk a little bit about your journey of uh, of health and how how you came to understand that you know maybe traditional medicine hasn't been the way for you? I think traditional medicine has its place and it certainly has saved a lot of people. I wouldn't say never do it, but I, I definitely believe in finding alternative ways to deal with health issues mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, pharmaceutical drugs, of course, have certain life-saving qualities, but they also have a lot of bad side effects. And I've just seen too many people go through, you know, using a drug and then having to take another drug to yeah. fix the a side effect, and it goes on and on and on. So I have, yeah, I, I found some ways to deal with health issues that I feel like are more um, holistic and they're effective and 
I just, that's the way I like to go. I've, you know, I've, I have put a lot of energy, especially into homeopathy, and I use it quite, you know, regularly, how to treat different um, situations. Um, Is there, how do you research things, or how do you know what, what to take, or do, do you have doctors or, or naturopath or na- have, natural doctors? Well, or? both, both. I've worked mm-hmm. with, yeah, natural doctors who use natural um medicine and I've read you know I studied about things and I've looked you know I if something I want to deal with 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 helping myself with something or helping somebody else I've 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 learned through trial and error of course you know I try things if they work well then I go well this is great you know I can use this again so we just did a little bit of movement uh, based on some of the the things you like to to teach Uh, maybe talk a little bit more about about where um what it is for you what it feels like when you're doing movement and, and teaching it or doing it um what's so fantastic about it i know you know it, it gets gets you in your body for one thing i know this movement practice helps me in my life for one thing um i mean i love sharing it it's it's, it's it comes out of a very whole i find deep spiritual place and the the dance um, arena becomes like a laboratory for solving creative problems with other people. And that's very powerful, I find. And I think it helps me in my life to um, face challenges and know that I can find creative solutions for things. It's like a microcosm for the larger um, sphere of living. It's certainly get you out of your head a little bit and into your body I think maybe that's part of the spiritual aspect I always encourage people to the word allow I use to just allow things yeah to to unfold naturally and I do find that 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 whatever might be um weighing on me falls away when I dance uh some people have called this kind of authentic movement. Would you is would that relate to what you're doing? Uh, I mean, kind of finding what your what's authentic inside your body. Of course, of course, there is a different practice called authentic movement. That's a different w- where the eyes are closed. Uh-huh. So that's not quite the same as this. But the word authentic. I mean, I think we're we're looking for what is. Yeah, our own authentic way of expressing ourselves. And, and, to, and again, what, what to name the, your kind of movement, what, how would you name it? I call it dance improvisation. Mm-hmm. Just basically Im- improvising, doing what your body says it wants to do. Yeah, listening, uh-huh. letting your body, let the, the kinesthetic movement sense unfold. And uh, when you can let go of your thinking and really allow things to go, it, it, it's, it's magic. It's magic. And we, we, we find ourselves, especially in group work, where the dances unfold and, and we, we are moving together and there's no choreography, but somehow it's, it's an amazing um, combination of movement themes. And right now your offering is in Santa Fe, right? Um, just maybe if people in Santa Fe were listening to this, where, how could they find you or know how to find your classes, that kind of thing? Yes, I'm teaching at the um, newly named Lightfoot Dance Studio on Camino del Monte Sol, and I'll be starting um, a six-week series of classes starting May 7th. There'll be Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings at 10.15 at the um, 
It's on Camino, del, like I said, Camino del Monte Sol, um, Lightfoot Studio, and. Uh, what do you call? And it's Gene Tobias leads. What? How is it? How is it? Uh, dance and it's dance improvisation classes, and my business is called Soul Dance Santa Fe. But if you go on their website, or you can call me directly at nine eight six one three seven seven, or email me at soul dance four one nine at gmail dot com. Cool. Uh, I know besides. Dance, you've been taking classes and experimenting a little bit with pastels. What's that been like for you? It's been a journey. It's a wonderful journey. Um, my teacher, Jane Schoenfeld, has um, given me a lot to work with. She's very good at explaining color theory and techniques for pastels. Um, and I love... Uh, what I love about the way she teaches is that you don't have to be a skilled person as far as drawing realistically or painting realistically it's very much working with gesture and movement and perspective I mean there is you know you do work with the the theories of perspective and color but I find it um, just a wonderful way to express yeah my artistic feeling and being in Santa Fe you're around a lot of artists so you probably get to share work or be inspired by each other well, there's certainly a lot of inspiration here with the other artists and the, the, the natural light uh, of our landscape and all of that, yes. And speaking of perspective in another mode, uh, you're, we just, you just celebrated 70 years on this earth. Maybe um, talk about some of the big changes you've seen and for the good or for the bad. Um, I know we've been going through technology. I, there's certainly a lot more technology in our lives than there used to be but maybe just talk about how how things have changed uh, since you were a youngster and through the decades what perspective can you give us well of course we didn't have any cell phones or um and computer use was not nearly what it is today i do find it takes over a little bit sometimes and i'll be at the computer and realize i've spent a lot of time there and look outside and you know, feel like I'm missing out on on something else. But generally, it's very useful. Uh, It's fun, you know, it's a way to keep in touch with people. Maybe we write things a little bit less to each other. I don't know what what I'm trying to think about what changes it it signifies. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just different. Yeah, it's it's different. (laughs) Um, And, you know, 70 is closer to 100 than it is to 10 you know so um the you know the the final days are it's always a hard thing to to accept i know for me but uh any perspective on on the beyond the great beyond we've lost a few people in our lives including including our parents and uh, you lost a daughter but what do you think what do you think lies beyond well of course we never know till we get there but um I think people in the other, I think this, there is a spiritual reality when you cross over. I think the essence of your spirit is still, I don't know what the word is, it's still a, an entity. It's an entity. Mm. And um, I feel like the people on the other side who, I'm, who I've loved are still in my life in some ways that I can communicate with them and call upon them and send them good energy and and love i think they can accept love and they can give love um 
Yeah, I was going to ask about that, you know, the concept of angels or guides or guidance from beyond. Yeah, do you, you, feel, you feel that connection with, with um, other realms? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I hope I can continue to feel it and listen to it and let it guide me because it's, it's important. Um, I think we get going in our lives and, you know, getting things done and, and rushing here and there and we forget to listen I think if we deeply listen it's partly our own intuition but I feel like there is guidance um, from the spiritual realms and it it can really help and um, you know I believe in prayer and meditation and uh, yeah there was an image that came up at your 70th birthday someone said What's it like to jump off the platform, I believe it was? Or how did they put it, Going, jumping off the platform in the next decade or the next phase of your life? Well, our brother Tom said something about, I see 70 as a platform from which you um, jump off into new adventures. I see. I think is what he said. So I like that image very much. Um, yeah, I look, I mean, I'm. you know, it's, it was a little bit of a shock turning 70, but I'm slowly digesting it and realizing that there is something fresh and new happening and hopefully everybody's been talking about there's going to be new surprises and miracles and adventures so i say bring it on <laughs> anything anything specific or anything that you're you're hope, hoping for in the in the new what's that new what's that new adventure look like in, <laughs> it's unknown you know of course i eventually would like to find a partner in life if that's meant to be for me um i hope to expand on my teaching of of dance improvisation i'd like to bring it more into the healing realms um i'd like to continue yeah i i I do want to do that i have a possibility of working um actually in a psych ward (laughs) doing movement and um yeah i've joined a new um somatic movement group and there's new horizons there somatic meaning improvisation I, I it's hard to describe but uh-huh. um yeah <clears throat> there's a, a movement a movement workshop coming up called interplay with them i'm looking forward to that i i know you've done some writing over the years poetry wise you you read something at your party it looks like maybe you have something maybe towards the close here you could read something or or give us a poem or something I've already touched on a little bit of, of it about listening to, to to the spiritual guidance. I want to continue with that. These were just things that I want to strive for in my life. And I think remaining grateful for my blessings is really important. Uh, it gives me <clears throat> courage to navigate the overwhelming quality of life sometimes. And I want to live as consciously and creatively as I can. I think that that feels like the way to be in this world. Uh, you know, we have a lot of challenges today living on this planet and I just want my small spark to be a light Um, and letting the um, creative flow of life to always unfold as in my dance with grace and acceptance and always lead with my heart Ah, always lead with the heart I like that one Um, if I were to go out on a piece of music now or is there any music that um you would take us out on here on this podcast. Uh, yeah, it could be my song. It could be any any music that will uh, will will call it good. I don't know. I love all your songs, Rob. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that song about just be you. 
Ah, just be you. Yeah, to be authentic, to be yourself. All right. We've been talking with Jean Tobias. This is her brother, Rob, and you're listening to Train of Thought. Jean, wish you well. Hope you have many, many more. So thanks for spending a little time on your birthday talking. Thank you, Rob. Going to take us out with a, a little song I wrote a long time ago, actually, uh, but recorded this version of it recently. It's called Just Be You. Thanks for listening. is produced at Maximo Productions in Eugene. If you have comments or feedback or ideas for interviews, email me at rob at robtobias.com. <laughs>